Limos and Roses is a humorous and occasionally offensive podcast. All opinions are based on the bachelors and bachelorettes being in the top 99 percentile of their respective genders with regard to their physical attributes. In other words, no offense. And thank you for listening. Enjoy. Welcome to the very 50th podcast of limos and roses. <laughs> 50, 50 podcasts. Wow. That's something to be proud that of. That is amazing. We've made Midlife it crisis cue. <laughs> mm. Well, we're just going to go buy a leather jacket and a convertible. This of course, is the crash landing, grass-seated chats, maybe in an alternate reality, semi-sober bachelor might actually get married podcast that you all know and love. The recap podcast over all other recap podcasts that covers season 25 of The Bachelor. Thank you so much for tuning in. As you may or may not know, this very show began with our own Bachelor Fantasy League entitled Limos and Roses. On this podcast, I am joined by my husband, Jeff, and our buddy, Grace, and me. I am your host and moderator, Chelsea. So this showpening is a full-fledged preview, y'all. We have Serena P. She's great. The date is great. Sister says she doesn't seem smitten. We have Brie with a bouncing baby, and apparently she has to protect herself. And Michelle, hi, mom, and it seems too fast for her. Thanks, mom. And then we have Rachel. Y'all should give yourselves a little more time. And she crashes into the ground, so let's fucking go. So we begin this episode with another Matt James Peloton ad, but Chris Harrison enters the room of the final four with a huge shift in this journey. A lot of journey drops this up, y'all. Anything to say about the opening of this episode of Hometowns? There's a crash. I knew this. Well, I didn't know, but I saw that Rachel crashes. Yeah. But I knew that they were going to play it up. Like if she was actually God, injured, paralyzed, like, or like the season or, may not even have aired. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah. have put that on television. I don't think. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't put a lot past the bachelor franchise, but <laughs> I don't think that they would do that. But yeah. And then, you know, we're going to, yeah, we get, we get two real hometowns and then mm-hmm. two of the others, you know? So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving like, along. Well, I have to take four people. So, yeah. so Chris Harrison says, Serena and Rachel, you both get mom, dad, and sister. Michelle gets her mom and dad, and Brie gets her best friend and her own mother and her baby sister. Which brings me to a pop quiz. Whoa! Right off, right off the bat. Okay. Right off the bat, it's That's a happening. premature pop quiz. Ooh! Yeah. Let me talk into this right. pop guard. <laughs> I don't have a pop guard. We, we don't need to say anything about what this looks like. I just have a hood. Looks like a microphone with a pop guard on it. No, I don't have a hood. Now I'm hoodless. Now you have an uncircumcised. Oh, yeah, there it is. Wrap up. Wrap it up. There you go. Hey, listen, on Limos and Roses, 
we practice safe mic technique. Yes, we do. Absolutely. thousand percent. Mm -hmm. So this pop quiz is the who's who of central casting family members. <laughs> oh boy. Can you explain to the listeners what, for those that aren't in acting, what central casting essentially is and why, why this is funny to us? All right. So for those of you that don't know, central casting is a giant pool of extra type actors that fit a specific uh, character. So we make fun of all of the hometown families because some of them look like they were pulled and cast straight out of central casting, meaning someone put out a cattle call for a mom character and whoop, there's Barb, Peter's mom. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty iconic. We always mm -hmm. refer to hometowns as central casting families because it makes us as actors laugh. That's why this pop quiz is themed the who's who of central casting hometown family members. Ooh. I feel like that could be a hometown hopefuls music drop. Oh, you just you were looking for one more one more drop this season. It. I know. I love it so much. All right. So I give you permission to say the word buzz. Okay. Or any other sound effect of your choice whenever you would like to answer. What is the name of Rachel's? father clark uh i'm gonna go with buzz as the name <laughs> that might be a trick question or something oh my god rachel's dad's name is daryl oh there you oh, go i would have never guessed that number two what is the name of serena's mother rashid oh i'm gonna say halsey Halsey like this. <laughs> That'd be incredible. Uh, uh, Frace, you are close. I'm going to give it to you. It's Rosna. Rosna. Yeah. R -A -S 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 -A. Beautiful, beautiful woman, beautiful name. You did get close. She's wow. So stunning. Yeah. yeah. All right. What is the name of Bree's mother? Buzz. Ooh, Jet. Uh, I'm going to go with Michelle. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. Uh, I'm gonna go with Gouda. <laughs> Bree's mother's name is Lauren. Oh, well, how about that? I there know. All right, one last question. What is the name of Bree's best friend? Buzz, it's Bree. Oh. There are two Bree's, I think. Yeah. I think you're right, I was gonna say Susan. <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> You guys tied for this pop quiz. Oh, I well, did. I got it. It was done. <laughs> you did. Yeah. That's really good. You did it. She got no airtime, by the way. No airtime. A lot of the hot sisters got no airtime and hot friends. Yeah. That. With that, we head right into the date, the date. Breakdown. 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 All right. Our first lady up, we have Michelle. Let's talk about this day day, the jump wrap, their twinsies, they go on a bike ride. Matt mentions that she was added to the journey. Any words on this daytime portion of the day? They went on a bike ride mm -hmm. and it was lovely. Yeah, obviously Matt has never ever ridden a tandem bike because he said that would be his perfect life. Tandem bikes are awful. 
If you've ever ridden one, you're like, it's it's like a bucket list thing just to say you did it. I had to ride one across a stage once in Showboat at Music Theater Wichita. Your hatred of tandem bike, I don't think has anything to do with a tandem bike. (laughs) I think it has to do with riding it across a a stage stage? in Showboat. (laughs) So you have a very specific memory associated with this tandem bike. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is you could pay me to do it and I still hate it. Okay. That's my point. (laughs) You know? All right, that's fair. That's fair. No, dude, get your own bike. Look, you yeah. only tandem bikes. That's my point. So that uh, concludes the, our uh, our our tandem discussion. Our whole podcast. You, Thank you for listening. Were you in the front or the back of the tandem bike? I was on the front. In? The front. Oh, yeah. so you were in charge of steering. Oh yeah. Right into oh. half of the actors. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's move past the second seat of that bicycle and on to these sweet kids on Zoom. Is that your boyfriend? And then he immediately mutes himself. That child. Mm-hmm. I lost my mind. Uh, a little girl named Mamie, which is really adorable. Her name is Mamie. She asks Matt James how many girlfriends he has, and he lies to her. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, you can suck it, Matt James, because yeah. you just lied to a child on national television. Yeah, you Only don't- this one. Um no you don't stop any words on these adorable kids though i love it i loved it i mean michelle's a hero teachers don't get enough credit i come from a uh, a family of teachers and i have a lot of friends who are teachers and i just i I said it's god's work honestly yeah uh and i I just think it's a i I think it's it speaks to to michelle's character they are extremely compatible i'm just a big fan of michelle and i think she's gonna get her heart broken and seeing all of this makes me feel for her even more it was a really lovely simple and just uh i i, I loved the date it would have been the type of date that i would want to be on it was very genuine from start to finish the kids were awesome and matt truthfully was crushing the questions i mean i'm uh, sure they were vetted questions oh sure still. of course of course but i'm just oh, saying yeah. he probably just thought it was gonna be what's your favorite color and uh you know it ended up being like uh hey no. so are you gonna marry this girl <laughs> and he was like oh you know um, what i would have said if i was a child i would have said matt how many turtlenecks do you own yeah oh. I, I i i was i was getting a lot of uh a lot of Tessa Thompson from her during this, actually. She gave me a very Tessa Thompson vibe, and that's a compliment. I don't know who um, Tessa Thompson is. The chick from everything, uh, Creed. Oh, that uh, narrows it down. Yeah, what's the show? <laughs> what's the show uh, that, no, that that was that we liked and then didn't like? Westworld. Westworld. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. I, I think I, I think I could speak. Like. I think I could speak for the majority of America when I say that. That's um, true. Yeah. I, I seriously wrote. So this is the one he's going to end up with in six months. Their compatibility is undeniable and this was just yet another showcasing of that compatibility and you know as, as he can keep you know he can keep denying it himself if he wants but we all know that it's there it's just so palpable i don't think that he denies it i i honestly think he just gets in front of rachel and it that all just kind of melts away mm-hmm. she's so you're right he's so attracted to her what is this this show's supposed to be about love and marriage dude you don't just simply take the hottest one that's ridiculous but, it's absolutely but that's the absurd the, the reason that it doesn't work is because, I mean, for many reasons, but I think the real reason is the time frame. Yeah. If he was dating these these women in real life, he would, like, have an opportunity to, like, figure he this doesn't out get in, like, to get six his rocks months off. to a year. And know? he's got to wait like, till Fantasy Suites to get that taken care of. Because then when you do that, suddenly, oh, the world's so much clearer. I had a friend once who was, like, th- a friend who shall not be named, went out with a chick three times 
And I was like, this chick's kind of lame, dude, but she was super hot. Three times he was like, oh man, she's so cool. This is great. This is great. And then he slept with her finally on the fourth date. And he's like, you know, she's not as intelligent as I thought. And just kind of, I don't know. I'm just not really feeling it. I'm like, oh really? Suddenly you started listening to her after you finally got to have sex because they need to get their rocks off. That You can't get that out of your mind. All he's that thinking is, I want to was see me. this person you can naked. It. <laughs> you can say no, it, it was me <laughs> was that you too i don't know okay. probably I, no I, I was i honestly have instances of of that as a suddenly you wake up yeah yeah all right uh i just needed matt james to not lie to multiple children but alas he did <laughs> the child named tyler oh hi doris the child named tyler asks if he will be marrying her and yet we know he won't be, right? For this moment in time. And uh, and he says, that's the goal. Be he should be an attorney. He said, uh, we are in the process of figuring that out, was his exact go. line, which I really appreciated. I was like, that is hilarious to use legalese in the in the form of romance potential <laughs> actual potential yeah. actuality or whatever. exactly <laughs> in a weird way i appreciate it because it's like well they're not lying i mean you know like it's it's just but it's so obvious yeah lying and omitting the truth are two different things yes <laughs> yes so anyway, so anyway let's meet so, the parents so matt gets two thumbs up from all of the children and they have a little picnic post zoom little chat on the grass and uh, he tells Michelle, you know, she expresses how she feels about him. And he says, thank you for saying that. And we move into the night portion of the date. Here's the deal. I think Michelle's parents are my favorite parents from Central Casting. Uh, I really think they are so adorable. Well, the mom's not from Central Casting. That's Judge Judy. I was <laughs> like, when did Judge Judy get on the show? What's happening? <laughs> So there's some dad time uh, where Michelle brings up her own past relationship and has a little breakdown. She expresses how much she does feel for him and how much she appreciates the hydroponic gardens for inner city kids to grow their own food that he yeah. is. But yeah, I was like, wait just, a minute. How what? are we just now hearing that? Uh, right I'm like, now? This just show now? is garbage. Like they spend three weeks worth of so six hours of footage just following stupid queen victoria around and they could be telling us about this guy wanting to do hydroponic gardens for inner city kids i'm like that's you want to focus yeah. on the stupidness and yeah. not the awesomeness okay cool we yeah. get it yeah great hydroponic gardens that means he's gonna grow weed right <laughs> for weed for the children all right so then there's some dad time with matt and matt doesn't necessarily say that he loves michelle there's some mom time and she is visibly concerned and that family time ends with an awesome basketball game do you guys have words about the nighttime meet the family portion of this date? i loved michelle's parents they really took the time to listen to her and what i noticed which was which I think was in stark contrast to a lot of the other contestants. But it seems as though Michelle's parents just innately trusted their daughter uh, to make the right decision. It's a hard place to be in, I think, as a parent, because you naturally want to be skeptical but and protect your child, but you also don't want to impede so much that you affect their decision without Correct. them like living their own life and figuring it out on their own. 
Right. Yeah. So it's a tricky tightrope, I guess. Yeah, they were awesome. Uh, I just, God, I mean, how awesome is this girl, first of all? This is like the most real contestant. We Like Taisha, we loved as well. But mm -hmm. this is, Taisha still had that kind of fun made for TV vibe because she's just like fun, really crazy and cool. Mm -hmm. Michelle's the most real human being I've mm -hmm. ever seen on this show. She's crying a lot during this stuff too. She probably knows that, not 100%, but she knows that he's going to pick Rachel but she believes in their connection so much that she is almost willing to let him make that mistake Wrong decision right. and be there when he realizes that. I think, and that I takes think a really put special, special person to believe in that type of connection. He's just clouded by hotness or it whatever is, you want to. It's true. Lust or whatever you want to call it, I think. Dude, I, th yeah. I think he's spending a lot of time on this date going, how the f*** am I going to dump this girl? This is going to be so difficult because he, he does like her yeah you know, so mm -hmm. it's but yeah i mean you know what they're adults so they'll all figure it out so after this basketball game michelle expresses again she reiterates to matt that she loves him that she's falling in love with him and then they make out and he definitely doesn't say it back so spoiler alert are we ready to move on to our second lady Let's do it. Continuation of the date, the date breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. Rachel. Oh, here's the daytime portion of this date. There's a fancy car. There's a torn sweater. There's a blindfold. And then there's 12,000 feet in the air. Uh, any words on this terrifying experience? <laughs> We've said this before. Jet and I have both agreed on this. A great way to get somebody to fall even more in love with you is to experience like a near death experience to, with one another. Yep. This, if you go skydiving with somebody and you both live, you might as well just like, you know, get down on one knee at that point because you're in oh. love with that person. Oh, like, she went down on like, a lot more like, than a knee. I, yeah, she, for sure. She didn't take <laughs> oh a knee god. for sure. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh my god. If it had been a football game, we would have been taking a knee. Yeah, like yeah. oh, let's just I, stand here with our helmet I, on the ground and be like, oh, play, please God, let me be alive. He said something, or she said, or he said, like, if I die, I want it to be with you. And I was like, <laughs> careful, <laughs> what careful, is, careful what you wish for. She's lucky she's young because I mean, my body would have been broken for sure. Yeah. But dude, by yes. the way, though, after she has this terrible uh, fall, her hair is perfectly oh. like it's perfect in the next shot I always was like, mm -hmm. that was incredible like <laughs> one second you're dead and the next second or near death and the next second you are like ready for instagram the medic came up to her and he goes who's the president and she goes i don't know Dude, I love it. Yeah. Well, that's just a general. That's a that's a general Rachel issue. I think yeah. that's not has nothing to do with. Yeah. They're like, no, no, easier. Go easier. Yeah, question. Go easier on her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, plus two but, plus two. Uh, math. I'm not Brie. Come Dude, on. Just, and I'm picturing it like the EMTs all around her and everything. And then there's also the wardrobe person powdering her face and shit. Like yeah, yeah. The last looks. Like, last looks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's move on into the nighttime portion of this date, sister. See you next season. There's some mom time mm. where she tells her about the crash and she's wearing a lot of makeup because it was bad, but he reacted like any normal person would. But she's apparently really bruised up. There's some dad time with Matt. It's really fast. He says through his teeny tiny cocktail straw and he's not on board. Then there's some dad and Rachel cocktail hour. Did Matt say that he was falling in love with Rachel to her dad? Mm. So Matt isn't asking any fathers for a hand talk about this 
family section of this nighttime portion of the day, there's just a lot to unpack. This family in particular was, in my opinion, the most plucked out of central casting. Oh, yes, for sure. I mean, it was like, well, that's her mom, that's yeah. her sister, and that's just her hotness, dad. dude. Just yeah. hotness everywhere. Yeah. A lot of people are going to say things like, this is a racist family. That's what people are going to say. That's what people, because of the things that we've heard about. Right. I think right. a lot of people will think that, but I don't think, but I think that all aside, if we're, if we're taking that out of the equation, I just think that they're more, I just think that they're more skeptical because they don't trust their daughter as much. Right. Is she, is mm -hmm. she younger? Is That's she more, a good point. you know, is it, is it the way that the way that she was raised or, or whatever it is, there is just, she, they innately just don't trust as much yeah. um, in their daughter or in Matt James. But I love that you take that angle, that you take this like amazing angle, and all I wrote was dad asked to be crapped his pants. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's our well, I'm trying that's I'm our honestly, dynamic. I'm honestly trying to go a, a little bit against the grain of just like yeah. writing them off. Now that all of this stuff has been ex exposed, right? So we're being there's a certain thing that that we just have a certain view of who these people are that might not be accurate. We don't really. You're know. saying had um, we not heard know. about this other stuff, would we assume? what we're assuming i think that's ex that's exactly what i'm talking about jeff yeah, i got you what would i have reacted differently to this family had i not and i'd say yes to what i know yeah. and i i think so i i i definitely think so they're just colder they're colder they're, they're warm but they're they're just not into it i like yeah i liked your point that's a really valid point i hadn't even thought of is that maybe they don't even trust their own daughter with her own decision making a lot of these parents of the younger women are like what's the rush what's the rush you mm -hmm. know like well, yeah, you were supposed to go Which on the show to be famous. I, I, you weren't supposed honestly, to win. They don't yeah. want to win. If it were yeah. me, I would say the same thing because I'm I'm captain of like, what's the rush? You know, um, right? Well, yeah. Right. I mean, dude, I waited till what? How old was I when I got married? Thirty six. Yeah. You know, thirty seven. Yeah. So yeah, it's dude. What is the rush? That's that, that's the that's so old school. And honestly, I, I feel that that's the reason the divorce rate in our country is so high, is because everybody gets married too young before they even know what they want. Before they even know who they are. Yeah. And Matt made the mistake of saying he said that his end game was to be his end goal was to be married. And I'm like, no, dude, that's that's completely backwards, Matt. You're so your end goal is like, to maybe have a girlfriend. Yeah, no, the end goal is to fall in love. Marriage is the result of that. You know, yes. It's just ridiculous. You know, yeah, that's I, that's really, really, really well put. You're you're completely right. They get so lost in the like, I'm gonna get married. Why don't you fall in love first? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. And decipher what lust and love is too. Exactly. It's also a tricky tightrope. And by the way, the dad was hammered. You know? and, and Matt yeah. acted like he chose not to ask the dad for permission, like mm -hmm. on his own accord. I was going to ask, but it's like, I can't ask all the dads for permission because that's just weird. It's like, no, because the one you wanted to ask, you know, is going to be hesitant. and act yeah, weird. yeah, I wanted to ask, but then he said hello and I got a bad vibe. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on, shall we? because Matt James is not asking for any fathers to give away their daughters, so. Also, by the <sighs> way, that's such an old fashioned sentence. It's tr like, they're not property. I did it outside of a five napkin burger over the phone, so it was very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, can I marry your daughter? Also, have you tried the veggie burger <laughs> at five napkin? It's oddly very good. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking to a dad, hour. dude. <laughs> You tried the veggie burger. Don't yeah, bring up a veggie burger in front of my father for yeah, sure. He, yeah. he, especially if you're asking for the hand in marriage, because you might lose it right there. Yeah, exactly. He was like, you had me at hello, and then you lost me at veggie burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Third up, Brie. 
Let's go to this daytime portion of the day from a green dress on day one to a green Jeep traipsing through the woods. Uh, there's a jump wrap I'm greeting and she immediately says, remember when you almost killed me? They go off-roading. Matt is really tall in that Jeep and I was nervous the whole time he was going to hit his head. There's a little bit of picnic time. And she mentions that she doesn't have a conventional family. And he says, well, neither do I. And that's the same exact conversation they had on night one. Mm -hmm. So any words on this daytime portion of the date? Any discoveries? Any points of note? Uh, Jet called it. I didn't think that she would bring up the ATV debacle from the first date. And it was the first thing she yeah. said. And I was, I was going nuts because I was like, Jet is like going like... <laughs> I did. I went nuts. He's full told you so right now. (laughs) You were 100% correct. Yeah. I didn't think, I thought it was a blip on the radar. I was wrong. That was, that was some serious stuff that happened. (laughs) And she wanted to let him know. This is literally a hot female and there's zero chemistry. That's what we have here. I have a quote here, or three quotes. She said, I'm just happy with where we are and where we're going. And I was like, in the words of my podner phrase, truer words have never been spoken. Because you're happy with the fact that you're not in love and you're happy to not be with him anymore. Mm. So, yeah. But, dude, her actual verbiage was, I've taken a strong liking to him. And then she said, blah, blah, blah. Depending on how it goes, blah, blah, blah. I'm hoping to say I'm falling in love. Like, dude. All the qualifiers of like hope, depend, maybe potential actualities abound, dude. Mm-hmm. It was it, it kind of speaks in to a the world truth. where I have yeah, in a world where I have no other options. But I find I it respectable. Right. Yeah, exactly. And and I and I <laughs> like, so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. Maybe but like maybe in if an there's alternate a pandemic reality. What's like happening? I am legend and he's like not a zombie. Well, I'll yeah, probably exactly. potentially yeah. actually consider him a mate. Or I'll just hang out with the dog the whole time. Let's move on into the nighttime portion of this date, shall we? There's Bree's mother, who is very young. Bree's best friend slash twin Bree. Are you single? Can we see you next season? Mom and Matt have some time. Yet again, he says he's falling for her. But when she asked him if he saw Bree in his life, he said, absolutely. And looked away from her when he said that which was interesting. Mm. Bree and mom have a little bit of time. Bree drops a journey before telling Matt that she's falling in love with him. And what does he say in response? Thank you for sharing that. Always fantastic. So any words on this nighttime portion of the day with the family, the friend, the thank you for sharing that. You, for you sure. forgot to mention the big ass bunny that they brought. Oh, oh dude. He was how the, did I forget? He was holding all the <laughs> carnival prizes like that loser boyfriend. Yeah. But they walked in the door and he was just holding all this stuff. He had like stuff in his like mouth. He's holding grocery bags and like everybody was hugging each other. And you he was those, like off yeah. on the side. It was like a sitcom. It was hilarious. And you know those guys that like carry all those? They're like, I can't believe I spent $75 on a bear. I did think I wrote it down like as if it was a screenplay. I wrote, uh, you know, Brie walks into the room, see, a baby, perfect, thought Brie. Let's make this about anything but me and Matt. It was just like, I can was, we please not talk about me and Matt? Yeah, and Matt <laughs> looked really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yep. The whole time. But her mother, she did ask some really, actually, uh, 
great questions of Matt. And Matt gave her all the answers that a mother uh, assesses as, you're not into my daughter. It was funny when Brie was talking to her mom. She said in this exact uh, cadence, I do feel like I'm falling in love with him. And I thought she was going to say asleep. Like I did. It was <laughs> I, because I was. I was literally falling asleep. I was like, this yeah. is a waste of time. Yeah, let's move on. Because before we hop into the final date of the episode, I think we need to hop into the one and only sometimes safe space that is Braces Fashion Corner. Um, I love Crash. Oh I love, love, I just fell out of a plate and I'm in the corner and I'm a little bruised up and oh, there's yeah. makeup all over my face. Hold on, let me fix my hair real quick. Okay. That was a near-death experience, and I saw the light, and the light was fashion. Oh, and God said <laughs> unto me, Matt, don't wear turtlenecks. Okay, so he even wears active wear turtlenecks, by the way, folks. Even wears active wear, active wear turtleneck. Boom. No, get out. Okay, Chris Harrison, you're looking like a Gap commercial when you come in and you announce what families are going to be, you know, present for this episode. Um, you know, it's a very Ellen look, by the way, that he has on. I love the top on Michelle. I love everything about Michelle. It's belted. It's light blue. I also like Matt's outfit. The no socks are an issue, however, um, and they have matching tops, which is cute. They, they wore the same color shirt. I mean, if that's not love, I don't know what is. That's fashion love. Um, I also uh, like Michelle's hair. I mean, Michelle's always very attractive, but I thought on this particular date, I was like, oh my gosh, get down on one knee right now, Matt. Yeah, that's um, why I brought up the Tessa Thompson thing. It's, yeah. Look her up, you'll see. Look great, yeah. Um, I like Matt's jacket uh, with the maroon top, actually. Uh, this was on the night portion of that date. Tie-dye is still very in, Rachel. I, I'm glad to see that you're still wearing that. I actually like Matt's open uh, cardigan. It's a great color on him as well in that particular date. On Bree's date, Matt looks great. He's not wearing a turtleneck. However, he's wearing a hoodie that is zipped all the way up. Matt James, what is up with your neck, bro? Is it that cold? I'm trying maybe, to understand Maybe he's that. got the maybe he's like got the Hugh Jackman thing from movie 43 or whatever it's called. Yeah. Oh, the ball chin. When balls have you, hanging from his chin. What, yeah, when have you ever zipped a hoodie all the way up? Leather leggings on Brie? Yes. And then in the night portion, she's got on uh, 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 high-waisted jeans. The hair is on point. This is Serena's date. Serena, um, I don't like the sweater, the earrings, or the hair. She's tried yeah. everything in the book mm -hmm. to get this guy to dump her. So now she's yeah. just going for, like, no fashion. Yeah, she's like, here's some poutine and some bad fashion. Uh, I don't like <laughs> You get that poutine, jacket. but you don't get that poutine. Oh, you get that poontang? No, you get that poontine. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I don't like Matt's jacket either. It's a pop collar. This whole date's bad. And it starts with the fashion. I was so proud of Matt James because he had the activewear turtleneck, which I let slide. But the whole episode, he wasn't wearing turtlenecks. And then I was like, no, we're not going to go one episode without this guy wearing a turtleneck. And guess what? True to Matt James' form. He delivers. In that night portion of Serena's date where he's going to get dumped. He's wearing a turtleneck. And why do you think you're getting dumped, Matt James? Because you're wearing a fucking turtleneck. Yep. I love her pleather pants, though. So, like, if you're going to if you're gonna dump somebody, dump them in pleather pants. I mean, those things were nice. <laughs> oh, the copper color? They were copper, oh, right? Oh, yeah, They dude. were gorgeous. Yeah, those were yeah. cool. I dug those them. Those were the copper top. Uh, Energizer bunny. 
No, it's it's Duracell. Duracell, right? it's Duracell. different battery, but it's you know, Duracell battery. keep on going and going. Chris. All right, all right. Uh, I like Matt's shirt in the Chris Harrison chat. Every time Matt James makes a bad decision, he has no socks on. Let's just put it that way. Oh my God, Rachel's dress. Oh my God, Rachel's dress. And then a pointless rose ceremony, and then Matt James. I don't love this shirt or suit. By the way, the front of Bree's dress. Not crazy about the back of Bree's. I can't even talk. I'm like salivating. The back of Bree's dress? Get me out of this. Come on. I gotta go check that out then. I mean, that's some high praise coming out of the fa- yeah. to, to close the fashion corner. That says a lot, dude. Yeah. So, moving on. Fourth and finally, Serena P. Daytime portion of the date. There is a careful jump wrap. There's some Canadian geese flyover action. It's the blame Canada date. Guys, the poutine looks cold and gross. What the f*** is a female bacon? There's beaver tails, Nanaimo bars. Hockey is cute. The ice is sloppy. Let's talk about it, shall we? Daytime portion of the date. Go to text. It started off with this produced jump wrap. And I said, well, what about the no PDA, Serena? Uh-huh. There was no kiss, however. Yeah. That didn't happen until they were on the ice. The temperature on that kiss probably was indicative of the setting. Mm-hmm. Ice is slippery. Well, I was <laughs> thinking more cold, but yeah, just cold and, cold and slippery. probably wet and not not a pleasant pleasant experience. I don't, know if, I don't know if listeners know this, but ice is when water is frozen. Yes. We're going to break it all down for you guys. Yeah, we do it all here. They do have fun on the date, and that's about it. Uh, dude, she um, specifically called it a fun, silly day. Yeah. I'm like, this is hometowns, guys. In other words, future in-laws, and this girl's calling it a fun, silly day. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. We did get to drop the Canada drop, which is nice, because we've I've yeah. been looking for the all mm. season. I've been waiting to drop Canada. So, hey, welcome back to our Canadian listeners. I believe yeah, we actually yeah, yeah. do have some, honestly. Yeah. Funny, so. yeah. Welcome back, eh? Hey, guys. All right, moving on into the nighttime portion of this date. Hey, Serena's sister, see you next season. Mm -hmm. Serena's mother is stunning and asking all the right questions to Matt and has the correct reservations about him as well. The sister asks her the question, do you love him? And she talks around it, but she is falling for him. The sister convinces her that she doesn't know what she wants. And then she expresses that to the mom who asks if he's intellectually stimulating enough for her. And there's something that's giving her doubts. And mom brings up her last relationship. So the doubt creeps back in because of that. I just want to be out of my brain for like five minutes. She has a little breakdown and she acknowledges that she's in her own head and expresses is that to Matt? How do you guys feel about this nighttime portion of the day? Wow. Uh, I don't have anything to say. I'm just <laughs> yeah. that, was impre- uh, that was impressive. Um, it's a recap podcast, mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. I just wrote, you know, Canadians are always super nice, and this family did not let me down. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And he actually vibed well with the family, honestly. Mm-hmm. They were very yeah. welcoming. I mean, it, mm-hmm. considering we know where he and Serena stand, I'm sure she was like, damn it, they're all going to be cool, and he's still yeah. not going to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we all called that she's not into him and mm-hmm. her sister spotted it immediately and had the, you know, the wherewithal to say, to call her out and just be like, eh, you're not, you don't seem that into him. And I will say that this is actually a very real moment. And this is the thing that I actually really resonated with, with Serena's uh, situation. She said that she was very sure about the last person that she was with and wanted to marry this person and like saw a future with this person. And then her world was kind of rocked. I don't know the exact circumstances of what happened, but obviously something didn't work out. And so she's even questioning her ability to make decisions when it comes to 
love because she's kind of, you know, sometimes you shut that part off in you or you're just, you're, uh, the, all the things that you thought you knew, you don't know anymore. So you don't right. trust yourself in these moments. And I think mm-hmm. that that's what she's dealing with in this moment. She likes Matt James. I definitely think that she's not wrong and allowed to not be as into Matt James as Matt James apparently might be into her. I, just I think he just thinks connection. he's hot. I think she's, yeah. I, I know you and I are on the same page. I, you know, no offense again, I, disclaimer, they're all eights to 10. Uh, she's not my style, but you're okay. right. Frace, he has this weird obsession. It's like, dude, she has tried time and time again to get you to dump her ass. Like she's dude, trying if, to let you she, do it. Here's the thing. If after tantric yoga, she says she's not into it. It's she over. Has, yeah, I agree. I, and he's still making he's making excuses for her. Not unlike what Colton did with Cassie. Yep. There we go. A hundred percent, dude. All right, yep. moving on. <laughs> dude, I season. mean, yeah. If there were no other options, if if Rachel wasn't in the picture and if Michelle was not in the picture, he'd be hopping a fence at the end of this. Episode. Oh, you're one hundred percent right about that. Yeah. I am legend, dude. Mm-hmm. No options. Because <laughs> he does like her. He does. He is into her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am legend. I am Ridiculous. legend. How many I am by the way, they, are we going to have? That might be the title. I am legend. So this date ends. And then the next day. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. We're done. Where did those go? <laughs> we're done yeah. with the breakdowns. We only okay. we only did it like once, maybe twice. It's fine. We don't need to break There's down. There's four in there now. Time. Yeah, there are. I'm I just, know. I'm going to have a breakdown because I'm teetotaling. So there's that. Oh, that's right. You are. <sighs> All right, guys, we are in the final stretch of this episode. Chris is sitting down with Matt on a couch in the middle of the woods, and he convinces Matt to take the uncomfortable conversation he feels to Serena instead of a rose ceremony. Uh, Matt says that he has spent the most time with her on purpose. He tells this to her, which is an odd thing to say, because he never says to her that he loves her do you guys have any words on this breakup conversation that i mean frankly we saw coming it's clear to me that matt is not used to rejection um Mm -hmm. and it was handled as well as a breakup can be handled i don't think it was like you know we've had other instances where we're like oh my god that was a beautiful breakup or like that was you know, that was a tough conversation to have, but this just seemed like, you know, we've been to Ruby Tuesdays three times and it's just not going to work out. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great analogy. Although the salad bar is pretty damn good. I would go back and forth. I mean, yeah. I'd go I back mean, for a salad. And she said it eloquently. She said, I just don't think you're my person. And that's um, the only thing you really can say because people are always going to like look for a reason. And honestly, sometimes the reason is completely nebulous. It's like, it's just like, I'm not feeling it. Dude, she's so not into him that she wasn't even willing to go to the fantasy suite. Like, at least sometimes you'd be like, I mean, I'm not going to marry this person, but I'm going to go to that fantasy suite. I think that she is not over her ex is what I think it is. Yes. Oh, that's an interesting point. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, there's something going on. He doesn't meet this. She went on there to maybe meet somebody who would, who would, uh, you know, surpass those standards she has set. That bar that this, this ex has set for her. And Matt doesn't even come close. She never even really gave it a chance. She has not been interested from day one, as I've been saying from day one. And it's just become clearer and clearer. And she was, she's the most mind blown person out of all this that she's at hometowns. She's like, why am I here? Like, what is going on? She's said everything except that to him. Why am I here? What are we doing? Like, what is this? 
So yeah, it yeah. all worked out. And I just, I definitely think that this is not the process for her, for sure. I think she got on The Bachelor because she was trying to get over an ex. That's what I think. That's an interesting theory. And it I, had nothing to do with Instagram. Yeah. It had nothing to do with anything other than like, I went through a terrible breakup. I thought I was going to marry this guy. I was super in love with him. And then it didn't work out. And now my life is kind of like, well, what am I going to do now? And then The Bachelor calls her. Her friends are probably like, you should audition for The Bachelor. Thinking there's no way that I'll ever get on this. There's no way that like, you know, whatever. And then all of it, just, it started just happening. And then she was like, well, I'm going to go along with this because I'm trying to get over my ex and yeah. I've got nothing to lose. And then she got to hometowns and she was like, wait a minute. I'm not over my ex and I'm not ready to get married. Uh, Matt James is a great guy, but he's just not, I just don't see that in our future. And right. so I'm done. Yeah. I, I like that theory. Or so, she's an alien. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um, she's better. a tiny alien. Yeah. I think it was important. Well, how do you but... know? Relative to other aliens? How, how big are aliens? Oh, my God. So they walk downstairs, and they're both smiling at the end of this breakup. Mm -hmm. uh, it was nice to see the actual Bachelor have a limo exit in the backseat, tearing oh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Hmm. <laughs> I think it, it was very humanizing. Mm -hmm that doesn't happen so it was nice to have a limo exit that was the bachelor he was you know visibly distraught because no one breaks up with him right you guys there are three roses and three women and why are we whispering oh my gosh there are some words with chris harrison and matt chris questions you know Matt about the actions of Serena versus the actions of the other women. Is there any nerves, you know, inside of Matt's brain that are kind of tossing about about this? And I just feel like this is all whatever moment. So we can move slowly into the Rose Ronda. There's so many roses. Okay, now we can hear us again. All right. First up, we have Michelle. My favorite. God love her. She says without hesitation. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. I, just, I wrote so real. And then I wrote an, an homage to myself and my wife, Chelsea's wedding song. Simply the best. <laughs> because she is. <clears throat> yeah. She's... <clears throat> Oh man. Second rose goes to Rachel. I don't know how many times I can say front runner. I don't know how many times I can say duh. Yeah. And I just said that response deserves that kind of originality. Like mm -hmm. this is ridiculous. And the third rose goes to Brie. Strong third. And Matt James will have something nice to look at when she, when he dumps her because that the back of that dress. Let me just say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have to go back and look at that. Now. Yeah. Uh, when she walks away, he'll just be like, Ugh. "I just said uh, it's 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 highly appropriate that the mathematician gets the third of three roses out of three girls." Perfect. Yep. And a fond farewell goes to well, nobody <laughs> except. Serena goodbye, P. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Chris Harrison. I know. Well, he's got another episode or two. You know. We'll see him again before this and, thing is and, through. But you guys, we won't get to see any fantasy suite action next week because next week is whoa, mental lull. Mm. So 
for those of our listeners who are just joining us for this season for the bachelorette, we will have a men tell all, which we just pronounce differently as mental lull, but this isn't the bachelorette. This is the bachelor. So we have a, whoa, mental lull just in case you were curious and or confused. So there is some lady drama that we see. Matt goes full James Harden with the beard. Fear the beard. Serena P has more doubts on the women tell all about breaking up with Matt. Uh, Any words on what we're going to see? Well, we always joke around about how I don't know about sports, but I do know about fashion. And you're right. I said he's sporting a James Harden look. Oh, look at you guys. Uh, well done. Mm-hmm. Looks Basketball like you two are... all over the mm-hmm. place. You guys could. Hey, guys, you... I'm going to go shoot some hoops. You guys are on the same page, or you should be riding a tandem bicycle. <laughs> we should Ooh. be riding. Which, coincidentally, has yeah. yet another accident. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> under, gosh. Under and, the oh guidance God. of Matt James. <laughs> and Michelle, hands, Michelle handles it in the way that, of course, this wonderful woman so would. Funny. She, she so like funny. literally just goes, <laughs> she goes, you know, I'm not trusting you because you just said, trust me. And then you <laughs> like crashed oh. into me. Like, oh my God. So this guy. But, it's, but, the, but, the, but it's so cute. And the love is so there. And, and it does like, add to his know. sensitivity and vulnerability yeah. and fun. And he does have a good sense of humor about it. But like you said, I think yeah. he's used to this. That's his world. That being said, hey, I wish them the very best. Whatever that may look like. This has been Jet and Frace and Chelsea leaving you with these parting hashtags. Hashtag limos and roses. Hashtag hometown hopefuls. Hashtag your hometowns. Hashtag maybe fantasy suites. Hashtag fashion. Hashtag Frace first. Hashtag boobs. Hashtag backless. Hashtag Chris Harrison. Hashtag no Chris Harrison. Hashtag not La Quinta, hashtag Nima colon, hashtag fashion corner, hashtag Zoomcast, hashtag turtlenecks, hashtag garbage, hashtag central casting. We are all here for the right reasons. Bye, guys. Hashtag 50. Oh, hashtag 50, 50. Hashtag 50. Oh my gosh, Jet, put on some pants. I'm if you're 50, gonna... 50, I can kick and stretch. Yeah. And stretch. Oh my God. Take us out, little John. Everybody.